Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Unscrewed, the show that knows that real liberation includes sexual liberation. Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome to another Spare Parts episode of Unscrewed, where we bring you a little of this, a little of that, and we get you in and out in 15 minutes or less. Unscrewed Nation, this is my last show before the hiatus, and I've got a bunch of stuff to talk to you about. Some of it's super exciting, and one piece of it is very urgent, which is about the Senate healthcare bill. I'm assuming most of you have read about it. If you haven't, what you need to know is that it will kill 20 plus thousand people a year, basically by kicking poor people off their health insurance, cutting back Medicaid. Uh, it's unbelievably cruel. It's it's just a tax cut for the rich, paid for by poor and sick and disabled people. So. Why am I talking to you about this? Because as I'm recording, it is still not clear which way this thing is going to go, but a number of Republican senators are acting a little wobbly, which means we can fucking win this still, but we have to do something, especially if you live in states with senators that may be flipped, specifically unscrewed listeners in Alaska, West Virginia, Maine, Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Louisiana, and Arkansas, we are counting on you. We need you to do it. And if you've already done it, do it again. Uh, It's super easy. Just Google, how do I call my senators? And you will find phone numbers for them. It doesn't take very long. Just tell them how you feel, that you want them to vote no, possibly if you want to say why. It really, every single call makes a difference right now. If your senator has said, oh, I think I'm going to vote no, that's great. Call their office and say, I'm so glad you're going to vote no. Please hold steady. Don't cave to pressure, right? They need to hear from you, even if they're taking a position that you like. Call, call, call. We can still defeat this and literally tens of thousands of lives a year hang in the balance here. Not to mention like massive cuts to reproductive care and access, abortion, Planned Parenthood, all of that's on the line too. Call. The next really big news, although maybe not life and death big, but still pretty exciting for me is that Unscrewed the book is now available for pre-order. If you do a Google for it, you can look on Amazon, you can look on IndieBound or on the website of your favorite indie bookstore, wherever you like to get your books. Please check it out. If you like this podcast, you're going to love this book, which is all about 
moving from this sort of individual empowerment idea around women and sex to a systems analysis. What are the systems and institutions that are keeping us from enacting our full sexual sovereignty, our our right to our own sexual sovereignty, and how can we change them? And I traveled all over from Alaska to Los Angeles to Tennessee to Minnesota to Maine, DC, all kinds of places to bring you stories of people working to make really amazing change in our culture. And I hope that you will pre-order it. Pre-ordering makes a big difference because all the pre-orders on a book get counted on the book's first week of sales when it comes out, which means it's the best chance I have to make any of the bestseller lists. So check it out, pre-order it. You can also support me and Unscrewed the book in a number of other ways. You can bring me to your campus or community or conference to talk about how we unscrew the sexual culture. Now is definitely not too early to get in touch about that. It's going to be a busy fall for me. I'd love to get you on the schedule. You can call your local bookstore and tell them you'd love to have an event with me. If they call and request me, it holds extra weight in terms of planning the tour. You can get Unscrewed slotted into your book group or other group reading plans. Let me know. I might even be able to work out a way to Skype in. If you're a writer or a producer, you can reach out and see if you want to interview me, do a Q&A or a feature for when the book comes out. Now's also a great time to get in touch about that so I can get you on the list for advanced reading copies. You know, all kinds of ways, but basically check it out. I worked so hard on it. I hope you love it. Please pre-order it. It's called Unscrewed Women's Sex Power and How to Stop Letting the System Screw Us All. Thing the third is an advice question. I asked Jill Filipovic, who joined me for last week's show, an IUD and a pony, to help out a listener who's feeling unfuckable. Here's how that went. Listener Lynn writes, I discovered your podcast a few months ago and have been enjoying it ever since. Yay. Welcome, Lynn. I've been working up to the courage to email you, so here we go. I'm ashamed to admit that I'm a 34-year-old virgin. Not just P&V virgin, but virgin everything. This has led me to believe that I'm unfuckable. I grew up in a strict religious home, but even as a teen, I realized that what I was being taught or not taught about sex just was not quite right. I'm a nurse and have educated myself on sex and relationships from a variety of sources, including your insightful podcast. Looking back, I probably had opportunities to have sex in college, but I was oblivious slash my self-esteem was too low and I was too awkward to realize it slash read the cues. I'm now at a stage in life where even thinking about dating makes me anxious. I'm afraid as soon as a guy finds out I'm a virgin, he'll laugh and run. I'm not even looking for a relationship per se. I just want to be touched and fucked. But where do I start? Thanks and keep the awesome podcast coming. Oh, Lynn, I'm so glad you wrote in. Jill, what do you think? It sounds like, A, you're doing a lot of the right things, right? You're doing your research. You're listening to sex podcasts. Hopefully you're masturbating. That's going to be a good good step to figuring out what you like. You know, I think they're kind of one of two directions you can go in here, and you should sort of assess which one you're more comfortable with. If what you want is just like an end to your virginity, which is not, I think, even totally a real concept, but if what you want is just like to have sex and get it over with, you know, join Tinder or an online dating site meet some guys, go on some dates. You're under no obligation to tell them that you're a virgin. And you can yes. just have sex and do it and just like have it done and just like fake it till you make it. If that seems uncomfortable, then I think the kind of other option equally as good would be to kind of take sex off the table for now. 
don't make it a goal of dating and instead think about dating as I'm going to get to know a bunch of different people and like suss out who I like. And through that process, you know, hopefully meet some people who you think are nice, even if you don't want to fuck them or people that, you know, you think are terrible and you figure out, I don't want to be with a person like that. Um, but just do that kind of emotional legwork first. And then, you know, if you find somebody who you get along with and you're attracted to them and it seems like things are going in the sex direction, you know, then at that point, I think you can have a conversation and basically say, look, like, I like you. This seems fun. Hopefully this doesn't weird you out. But like, I haven't had sex before. Happy to talk about it. Happy to not talk about it or yeah. answer any questions you have. But just want to let you know that this is going to be new for me. And I would really appreciate it if we could be like as communicative as possible throughout the process, you know, or whatever it is that you think will make you comfortable. I think you will be pleasantly surprised that most men who are like decent human beings will not run away from that. Yeah, I think most guys who are decent human beings and in fact some who are jerks will not run away from it, right? So you're going to yes. encounter virginity fetishists um, and <laughs> you can decide whether that's a no-go for you or if it's perfectly fine that somebody's into you because you're a virgin. And you also could consider hiring someone. Then you know they're not going to run away. Uh, but I also would encourage you to sort of not think of sex as like one thing so like go and seek pleasure right like go and have some pleasurable physical encounters with people and not make the goal if it's possible to like not make it your goal to sort of get to piv i think that you'll probably have a more fun time but if it's just hanging over you like the penis of damocles i think you may have to lower your standards right like it may be that you're looking for this ideal person, but there's a lot of guys out there who don't care that much, right? And that's shitty in most circumstances, but if you literally just want to, like, have had a physical encounter, you'll find willing volunteers for sure. The other thing I might suggest is therapy. Like, it sounds like you have some trauma about this, some accumulated trauma at this point, that you feel panicky and that it's really sort of messing with your head. And so it might make sense before or after you do any of the things we've suggested to, like, unpick all those tied up knots so that when you do have these experiences, you can be more relaxed and present and, and know what you actually want from them. Can I add one more piece of advice? Yeah, absolutely. With so much kind of emphasis on like penis and vagina sex, I think one thing we forget is that for most people, you know, it is very, very normal to have baby step sexual experiences over the course of many years to kind of help figure out what you like, what you don't like, and then also what your boundaries are and how you kind of tell the difference between like nervous, this feels good, this is exciting energy, and like, oh, this doesn't feel good, this feels wrong energy, which in the moment can not always be the easiest thing to navigate. Yeah. And PIV does not even have to be the sort of pinnacle act. Like for most women, it's not their favorite thing about sexual interactions. Some people really love it, but it may not even be like what feels like the ultimate for you. Exactly. You know, but also if you frankly spend the next year like making out and fondling people, like that is also totally normal. It sounds pretty hot, actually. Like a year of just like teenage <laughs> fondling. Yeah, I mean, that sounds awesome, actually. So. I know, doesn't it? <laughs> Lynn, I hope we helped. And also, you probably have listened to it, but I did an episode with Therese Schechter all about virginity and talking about adult virgins and all of this stuff. So go check out that episode. It's not that far back in the in the show list. And thanks again to Jill for giving such beautiful advice. 
we have time for one last thing before we go. Before I let Jill go, because we were friends and we were kind of catching up, I had to ask her this question that was on my mind. I didn't honestly even know if this was going to go in the show. I just literally like writer to writer had to ask her this question. But it went to, I thought, a really great place. And I thought it was a great note to end the season on to help carry you forward and to keep up all of our spirits and our momentum. Here's what I asked her. When the election happened, did you want to throw your book in the garbage like I did? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the election made me want to throw literally everything in the world, not just my book. In the, the garbage. garbage, it's true. But I just felt originally like, who the fuck gives a shit about this anymore? Any of this? Like, <laughs> yep. But I did. The, the, what made me think of it is I first sort of talked myself into believing, but now genuinely fervently believe that we need this stuff more than ever. We need these forward looking visions of what the world we're trying to build, not just the world we're against. Because if all we do right now is play defense, we're only going to lose ground, right? Like the best we can do is like hold the line on where we're at, which is kind of a shitty place. That's not the way to play politics and it's not the way to make a better world. But it was hard. It was really hard to feel that in the moment. No, definitely. But, you know, I wrote this book and, I, you know, you were writing your book around the same time when, like, it really felt like we were on this upward trajectory. Yes. I wrote the book under the assumption that Hillary Clinton is probably going to win. And what that means is that things like paid parental leave, like, Mm -hmm. that's going to be real in the next Mm -hmm. four years. Like, that's just a foregone conclusion. Some sort of improvement on affordable child care. Like, not my ideal of, you know, universal free daycare, but something. That's going to happen. You know, the Affordable Care Act is going to stay more or less intact and will kind of fix around the edges of what seems to be not working. And when that all kind of came swiftly crumbling apart, you know, and really did kind of hit this immediate wall, of course, it felt totally devastating, not just in terms of the book, but in terms of like, how could I have been this wrong? But I think, like you said, you know, not only is this more valuable than ever, but I also think it really speaks to how very, very quickly things can take a turn. Yes, which means they can turn the way we want it to, too. Better. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then I think you know, again, I think the thing that the right has done really well in the U.S. and that especially the kind of like crazy Steve Bannon alt right wing has done is they frankly haven't moderated what they want. They've just they've just gone for it and they've put it out there and they've increasingly normalized it. That is totally terrifying when it's bad, racist, sexist ideas like theirs. But I think there are important lessons there, which is that, you know, if we also put out the view of the world that we want and our ideas and we do refuse to kind of moderate them to make them more palatable and we aren't afraid that they're going to seem frivolous or offensive, I think there's a lot of room for movement there, too, and for the center to kind of shift back to the left. Don't forget it, Unscrutination. It's super true. And if you want to read those bold feminist visions, go get Jill's book. It's called The H-Spot, for The Pursuit of Female Happiness. I think I've got that subhead right, or at least it's close. And while you're, you know, checking out her book, don't forget to check out Unscrewed, the book, and place a little pre-order on it and make my heart happy. Use the Unscrewed hashtag. Let me know what you think of the show. Uh, if you pre-order the book, I will, like, send you lots of kissy faces. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
all that stuff. Also, I know there's a few of you who sent me advice questions that we haven't got to, and I don't want to leave you hanging until like September. So I'm going to try in a few weeks to do one last spare parts just to sort of clear the docket of advice questions. So hang tight on those. But in the meantime, we'll be doing some reruns of great past shows as well to keep you company over the summer. Stay in touch on Twitter. At Jacqueline F is my handle. Use the unscrewed hashtag. I'm always going to be there some of the time. Stay in touch by emailing. If you've got ideas about things you'd like me to get into for the fall season or advice questions you want me to get to in the fall, or if you want to get in touch with me about any of that book stuff I talked about earlier, unscrewed at JacquelineFriedman.com is the way to go. My name is spelled J-A-C-L-Y-N-F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N. And make sure right now that you are subscribed to Unscrewed in your podcatcher of choice, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Acast or whatever. Make sure you're subscribed so that when we come back in the fall, we don't miss each other like ships passing in the auditory night. That's all for this season, Unscrewed Nation. As always, this show is produced and edited by yours truly. Our in and out music is by The Pink Tiles, and our cover art is by Nicole Dodonna and was developed in collaboration with The Establishment, who also developed the sound cues. Until September, I am wishing you safe and happy sex lives. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.